0: Starts to drive, step back in the air. Oh, oh let me step wow. back and kiss oh, my. myself.
1: Big time
0: players make wow. big time plays. Yeah, it's the podcast and Chill show show. Uh, I'm Duff No Bear. We back with another episode. This is episode 158. We here. We we're alive and doing very well. Uh, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Shout out to Mental Health. Shout out to shout out to Mental Health. I think yeah. Shout out to it. Yeah, mental health is important. Yeah, it is important, but shout out is like congratulating it. We want to conquer. If you going through anxiety or depression or anything, don't hit me up. Hit your therapist up. That's what I got to say about it. You can find a uh, therapist that supports uh, only black people online. I forgot the websites. So you can do that on your own. No. Uh, if you if you down and out, contact Vanessa Valley. Don't take me. Shout out to y'all though, man i entertain if gonna, that If you're going Yeah, he will he, I will If you're gonna do something Very deep in your life, man Just know There's brighter days coming I gotta say about that Episode 158 I'm Duff Mo Follow the podcast At Pod and Chill Show On Instagram uh, SoundCloud You can look us up At the Podcast and Chill Show Or type us in on Google Whatever you Your preferred way of listening It doesn't really matter to me uh patreon the podcast and chill show you know coming back better than never for you that's all i got to say that's my that's
1: my i feel like you did a pretty good job yo man it's the other member of the podcast and chill show it's your boy finessa Velli and i'm here
0: live and direct
1: uh you know just like duff said we have a couple different streaming platforms you can find us on soundcloud you can find us on spotify uh, on apple podcast or wherever you are you know leave a comment on soundcloud say something funny on like minute like 340 i don't know uh spotify like it i guess uh apple podcast leave us a five star rating or one star rating uh if you hate us and uh youtube uh we redo the youtube now trying to go uh road to a thousand subscribers road to a thousand subscribers uh it's gonna take a long time or a short time depending on you know if you guys subscribe <laughs> basically like that but yeah i'm your man finesse Valley. it's a beautiful friday evening you know uh a lot of cool things we have new books for you guys here we have rich dad poor dad which we talked about in episode 157 speaking of episode 157 if you haven't heard it go listen to it we have clips on the podcast instagram if you want to check it out so that's it we have alpha male strategies another book right here that's i think this is one of Duff's favorite books honestly this one right here yeah yeah, so and we also have cans of duff. Yeah. We have cans of duff.
0: And Bob Ross energy drinks. Bob Ross Shout Energy Bob Drinks. Ross. Shout out to
1: Bob Ross.
0: Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Beautiful clouds. We made some beautiful clouds, man.
1: Very calm. Very calm. Very, very calm, calm voice. Very calm man. Mm-hmm. Like the Mr. Rogers of Art. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're gonna paint a cloud and we're gonna laugh at it.
0: I like the way you chuckle. Go ahead, chuckle. <laughs> chuckle on. <laughs> you be the tree be the tree you are the tree
1: so for those of you who don't know i did a uh, a summer art class for six weeks when i was about 14 and my uh my teacher his name was like uh, joe winter child of joe wherever you are out there and i told joe i said yo joe i suck it i'm so bad and he was like listen we're gonna go outside he was a very calm dude and he made me draw pictures of like trees and stuff right but it had to be abstract i had to stand in front of a tree and draw abstract trees. That's some real Bob Ross type of shit.
0: That is true. I was an artist. We had to draw a naked man punch back and look. That's sad. It was crazy. I took that art. It was a summer program. My own. Then I went to an art school. I seen him do his naked and his penis twice.
1: So let me get this straight. So when you when you're drawing like a naked man or a naked woman or whatever, we're gonna take a naked man because that was what you said. Yeah. Is his penis ever erect?
0: No. If it was, I'm. Just, wow. It was fairly small too. It was crazy. I mean, I'm not judging a man's penis size, but it's like. Is very small, so I was like, "Damn, this is a small penis." I think he was like Asian too. I'm not saying this. Is, Come on, I'm man. Not going with the stereotype. We I'm are only saying. three minutes into this podcast. I'm just saying that it was a very small penis. Does he? Do you, like you think they have to like keep it small? Do you think they have
1: to keep it yeah, small? Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure. I hope he does, unless he's very aroused. at one of the and I don't even know whether that be like sexual assault or something like that. I just know that'd be very weird. But I'm pretty sure he's trained to keep a small turtle penis.
1: Got to keep it, Bob Ross calm.
0: Yeah gotta keep it coming all times all times but yeah he noticed me which is weird and he's talking to me while he's naked but i was talking with his about penis out with his penis out in the shell i don't know if he was like circumcised. but yeah man it was a crazy weird experience because he noticed me from that art class i took in the summertime i was like yo i noticed you too and then he had a robe on after that i was like you could have talked to me when you had your robe on so he made
1: it an effort to talk to you naked after and then class, put yeah. the robe on afterwards afterwards
0: yeah, and I was like, this is my second time drawing. <laughs> they must be sharing the same penis models. Oh, same models. Okay. But yeah, that's my art story. Got wow. It. Other than that, all the artists still weird, per usual. Mental health month. F-
1: depends on what you call weird. Everybody's creative in their weird, own way. Yeah,
0: everybody's creative. I mean, weird is not necessarily bad. It depends on who you are. That's correct. If you like a serial killer, that's a different type of weird. That's not weird. Like that's like a. That's serial killer. Yeah, that's not weird. But they do weird shit. Like they leads up to it's like the range though. Like you know, somebody's a serial killer. You can spot a serial killer at a young age when they kill animals.
1: That is true. I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, that's one of the biggest things. It's crazy.
1: So today on the podcast and show show, we're gonna do something that we've never done before. You know, we've been talking about Bob Ross indirectly for the past uh, three minutes. So at some point during this episode, we are going to drink these Bob Ross energy drinks. I do not know how this tastes. Neither does he. Yeah, I just oh, dropped it. Dropped Bob I just dropped Bob Jesus Ross. Jesus Christ, come on, man. I just dropped Bob Ross. God damn He's it. He's
0: in heaven rolling in his canvas. That's sick.
1: <laughs> come on, man. You can't do that. So, I have no idea what this tastes like. And it, we're going to get a live reaction sometime in this podcast. I'm very, very nervous because I bought these as a prop. And Duff was like, yo, we're not propping these. We're going to drink these. And I'm like,
0: we can have just like one sip.
1: I knew I should just bought the cans of dust. It
0: says not recommended for children, people sensitive to caffeine, pregnant women, or women who are not I guess you nursing majors are done. Can't drink this.
1: This shit is from.
0: Yeah, his family got paid from it though. They so did? He did a good job from this. Yeah, read the side. It says Bob Ross name and images are registered trademark of Bob Ross Incorporated. Bob Ross Incorporated, all rights reserved. Used with permission. It's really funny how
1: people our age like make things trendy. Yeah. And like like stuff like this, like Bob Ross paintings and shit. Like you see, like the Pink Floyd shirts, the Pink Floyd hats, yeah. like all those tour shirts that were in the '90s, like all those type of things. It's real funny how we do stuff like this. But shout out to Bob Ross. I mean, I'll never, I'll never meet him, you know. R.I.P. But let's hope Bob Ross like tastes good. I guess, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope Bob Ross tastes very well. <laughs> I hope he's a very delicious man. If anything, like his art. You can watch his YouTube videos. Sometimes you can go to sleep. It's like the same. It's the same effect of those storms, like those storms you put in a quiet storm type thing. Quiet storm, tornadoes. Shout out to Tony Brown. I used to watch turns before I went to sleep. Really? Yeah, it's calm, soothing. Not people losing their life or nothing. The sounds of tornado winds Mm. and watching them is like soothing because I'm like, damn, I would never be in Kentucky. Yo, doing that dumb shit. Wow,
1: doing the dash. Imagine you doing the dash from a fucking tornado. tornado. Yeah. Yo, would you rather would you rather hang out with Bob Ross or LeVar Burton? LeVar Burton. Really? There's
0: more to him. Yeah. Bob Ross, I know what I'm getting, but just getting a nice experience, a nice afro. He probably smells very well. LeVar Burton, there's a lot of shit going on with that man. I know he's into them fun shit.
1: He gonna talk about some Star Trek shit.
0: Start reading Rainbow.
1: Yeah, reading Rainbow, yeah, you're right. Kunta yeah. Kente.
0: He was in Kinte. He was Kunta Kente. No way. Come on now. This is how I know you're not culture. Look
1: it up. Culture check. But LeVar Burton was, was Kuti Kente? Yes, LeVar Burton was Kuti Kente.
0: Please don't be it's funny insane. right now. Because well, I really don't know. I you. really don't know. Bro, I wouldn't lie to you. Let's
1: look it up
0: right now. Let's do a check right now. Do, do, What does that say? Wow. What does that say you LeVar me Burton there. is was Kente. Yeah I know Roots Massa Hey Massa ah, Read a rainbow ah, Massa Massa Don't whip me I'm trying to read this book Wow
1: Live and direct live I didn't know direct. I didn't know LeVar Burton Played Kente. Yeah man It's culture direct.
0: You need to know that For Black History Month You need to know that
1: It's not February But every day is black
0: history Black. Every day is black, every history. Day is black history Every day is every history Every day is every History is made every day Every day People don't understand it Every day Unless you're like a fucking bum No you're making history When you're a bum You're just being a bum In historic Historic times And when you look back And you have your bum ass kids You're gonna be like Dad what did you do This day Two years ago I was like I was sent home Being a bum Not getting to a bag Bums get to a bag No Yeah they do Some of them It's don't. just a smaller bag Smaller bag No they get into a fucking Bums regular get to bag. a bag No A bum will be a bum It's bumps and scammers Scammers get to the bag Bums are just bumps sent at home like a potato. I would know. Yeah, you just a you fucking couch potato. Potato. That's where it come from. Yeah. You ever put a couch on a potato?
1: But I never put a potato on a couch. Exactly. You ever eat a raw potato?
0: No. Doesn't I'm taste not a very terrorist.
1: good. Doesn't taste very good. Doesn't taste very good at all. But we got some great topic for you today. Oh, that's just our little uh, little convo. We got some great, great topics for you today. You know, uh Duff No Bear came to me with some real good stuff, and I tried to expand on it. We expanded on it. We got. Re- we, I went real deep with it. He went real deep with it. Almost went to a rabbit hole with it. But, uh, yeah, we got some great stuff, man. Great stuff today. I can't wait to get into it. I mean, what do you think, Duff? Go ahead. So, one of the things we've been talking about all week, uh, back and forth, was, uh, I mean, which one do you want to tackle first? Because both of them are really yeah, good. do want to go. You want to go wherever In you want. What
0: direction you want to go. Okay. You're riding the you're riding the ship right now. You're the captain. I'm the captain of this boat. If it sinks, it's on you. Yeah, because you got to go down with the ship. That's all I'm saying. The captain does. That's why. So I, wait, are you the captain? You're no, the co-captain. I'm not going down with the ship. So no, you're well. not the co-captain. Fuck no. So I'm you can leave. Off. Huh? You can leave. Yeah, I don't got to go down with the ship if I'm not the crew member. The huh? hell? That's why I vote. I'm glad a lot of black people wasn't on Titanic. Way to
1: vote black. me captain. But anyway, you see that actually plays into. a what timestamp is this? 1240. All right. So remember 1240 when he says he's not the captain. We'll come back to that. Anyway, so we're going to talk about fragile masculinity. We were going to talk about fragile masculinity in episode 157, but there was a lot of things going on in episode 157. If you didn't hear it already, go check it out. Good episode. But we're going to talk about fragile masculinity. And this was Duff No Beer's topic originally. And uh, we just really went down a rabbit hole with it. So, uh, yeah, if he wants to start off with anything, he no, can. No, you can start off with it. Where so, do you want to start? Anywhere, man. I mean, it's just so much. It's just so much stuff. You know, I was researching. I was finding a bunch of things, Uh, you know, a bunch of cool things, just trying to figure out, you know, how everything went. But, you know, that's usually how it is. But I got some stuff for you if you want to talk about it. So, yeah, Fragile Masculinity. We back. Keep going. So fragile masculinity. There's a bunch of places that we could have went with it. You know, we could talk about relationships. You know, uh, friendships. Uh, just in the workplace in life. It's a bunch of different areas where fragile masculinity is shown. All right, and it's definitely a, like a, a psychological thing. And I looked up some stuff about fragile masculinity. So, so basically, what it is, you know, is attitudes and/or behaviors. That kind of like you know resonate, and you know, when individuals feel or may feel threatened, uh, behind certain like real manhoodness. Yeah, I'm saying real manhoodness. So, if you could think about a couple things that like would qualify as like a real man, mm-hmm. like what do you think would a your a, a, a stereotypical like real
0: man? Well, uh, I feel like masculinity. I mean, it's definitely a Western society thing. Okay. Um, real manhood, I, I believe, is taught to us by birth, by birth you know, as a man. And that include strength, courage, independence, leadership, and assertiveness. That's what makes up a man. So I feel like once those are uh, being compromised by a greater force than that man or what he is, that's when his masculinity becomes uh, fragile and yeah, shortfalls. And he'll be like threat. He'll feel threatened by it once he feel like those things are taken away from him. Because those are the things that, if you're doing something and that's all you know, and it's taken away from you, what are you? Because that was your entire identity. Okay. You're nothing now. You have to build yourself back up.
1: I like how you said that's a very Western type of thing. Yeah. You know because that that shows that you know most Westernized men don't have a sense of humility. Mm-hmm. They don't have a sense of humility. Well what could that mean like i'll give you a prime example in terms of work
0: mm-hmm.
1: in terms of work right so like say uh there's a woman you know you're working you putting in your hours and let's say you make around fifty five thousand. but okay. you but you you know don't have a bachelor's degree but you got 10 years of experience mm-hmm. so you know you got a bachelor's degree you've been working there for a long time you know the ropes you understand what's going on but a woman comes along who has a master's degree with the exact, you know, function and focus of everything, and she's making ten grand more than you. Okay. And you find that out. Yeah. You know, you find that out, and now all of a sudden, you know, people with fragile masculinity now resent that person, mm-hmm. not because of who the person is. They resent them because they feel like they do the job better than you, right? And they feel like, oh, you just coming out of this, coming out of that. You may have the paper, but I have the experience.
0: Why are you getting paid more than me? Yeah. But Why should it matter? I mean, why should it matter? That's a different. That's a different role to take. I mean, if you're more experienced, if you're more experienced than someone, I believe you should get paid more. Okay. Regardless of, regardless of their credentials, if they got a bachelor's degree, because we see time and time again, motherfuckers with bachelor's degree they come out of college they don't know shit. Go ahead. So they work at a market. Talk about it. So I feel like experience always is going to outweigh what I've learned in college.
1: So let me ask you this then. If I went to school, right, and I have all these qualifications Mm -hmm. to do this, yeah, right, I'm professionally trained to do this, but I just have not yet got the experience, Experience. Mm -hmm. am I not owed the amount of money that I'm worth just because I haven't got the opportunity to work for the same thing for a couple years?
0: If you're put in that position and if you don't do a great job at it, that's why you need, like, it should be like a test run. Okay. That's why I... That's why I feel like it's smart for companies to put you on like a three-month probation. Uh-huh. So you're on a probational period just to prove yourself to see how well you do. So all that shit, okay, I got my qualifications. Okay, let's put them to the test for this three months. That's okay. 90 days. So in that within that 90 days, we want to see what you can bring to the company. But if you can't outwork a nigga that's been working here the same amount of time as you but lower qualifications, uh-huh. then no, I don't feel like you deserve the amount of money.
1: Because don't don't get it twisted. There's people out there that only have a high school diploma that's out there making, you know, fifty, sixty five. I mean, if you're doing trades you can make a hundred thousand hundred thousand yeah. dollars. But you know, that's and it's, and it's a shame to say It's a shame to say The way things are trending This isn't my opinion Because I don't work In these type of areas Yeah But the way things are trending Let's take Walmart for an example Let's take Walmart for an example Right In the next 10 years It's safe to say That Walmart May be Entirely Self-checkout Or kiosk oriented Mm -hmm. Why? Because It's more efficient Granted yeah People will steal Me People will steal Yeah but it's more efficient like let's think about how and you you probably can attest to this how hard you know people work at amazon Mm -hmm. people can't work to that level for and be that efficient for that long periods of time so with people with that much money they're gonna be like they're gonna sit back and be like hold up if that's the case then we'll just get robot yeah robots don't have morals robots don't take breaks shit robots don't breathe
0: mm-hmm. or emotions no
1: emotions or anything so it's like i learned about industrialization years ago and if there's a need there will be a device created to fill that need mm-hmm. the bigger walmart gets the bigger amazon gets the bigger tesla gets like come on man it's really coming full circle where you have cars that drive themselves You know, you have restaurants where there's no more waiters. It's just automatic robots just dropping your stuff off to you. You know, no cashiers. You know, how many jobs is that taking from the normal American?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, the jobs now are going to be like robot overseer or some shit like that. You oversee the operation, and you'll probably need qualifications for that. So everybody with those little degrees, little small degrees, is going to be meaningless. That's how I feel about it especially you got to think for the future i don't know how soon this future will be but i know it's coming like they already got the uh amazon stores whereas uh you walk in with your amazon with your cell phone and you walk out and you pay for everything mm-hmm. so you don't need a cashier but there's always going to be a need for somebody restocking those things because a robot can't just go get the groceries and stock everything up perfectly how it's supposed to be yet yeah until like 500 years from now probably or 10 years depending on how fast technology grows yeah so yeah man um jobs in like coding will be very effective i have a friend that's actually th- they thought ahead of the curve and he's taking classes in that just so he can be ahead of the curve and he'll have an open market wide variety of jobs open for him because he knows it's going to be. Uh, controlled by robots which i feel like that was smart
1: that also over specifies the job market yeah right because no longer you know because older people because i said cuz three times but it's fine older people those jobs are for them the greeters yeah the cashiers you know the handymen like you know the janitors the older folks that try to find work simply because they're 401k and their you know pension isn't cutting it in 10, 15 years, who's to say that they could even work? Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? But again, get it, staying on the topic of fragile masculinity, um, there's also fragile masculinity within uh, relationships, but we'll get to that later. Another topic, uh, another point in the topic I have is that, you know, men that have a fragile masculinity have fear of failing culturally. They have a fear of failing culturally. Now, that's different for races. That's very, very different from races. Yeah. That differs very. I mean, that, vary. I mean that, that that definitely is different.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have different expectations for men should be providing for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely it's tested in different type of ways. Mm-hmm. You have different ideologies, different ways you Like some women want to handle it. Mm-hmm. Some men want to handle it. Mm-hmm. But their culture says otherwise. You know, you go to uh, uh, Middle East. The men have to take care of everything. Everything. Women can't even drive. So it's you know, it's just how it is. Like how's the masculinity tested in the region you're in? That's what it's all about.
1: And that also puts age on you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people again, even that that type of ideology, it, it there is there is that type of ideology in our culture. For the older male population, I would say, and sometimes in our population, where they say, I'd work four jobs, three jobs before my woman works, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's fine and well, but, dude, the amount of stress you're putting on your body is ridiculous. Not trying to say anybody's mortality rate, but who's to say with all that stress on your body? Who's to say you're living past 50? Yeah. Who's to say? You know, I mean, I'm not God, but, or as anyone, but I, I feel like, having a a a two person working household is more so beneficial because that takes the stress off of lightly off of both individuals yeah but some men going back to being you know having that fragile mindset they couldn't even stand to have their woman work let alone make more
0: than that do you think that's a fragile masculinity thing no because this things these things are taught to us chivalry is taught to us being how to be a man is taught to us from birth so I'm pretty sure a lot of men won't second guess that. You know what I mean? They won't. Sec- they won Fragile masculinity would not be the first thing on their mind because they're be like, "I was raised to take care of a woman."
1: But is it really? Sh- is it really like a methodology of chivalry to have less money in the house? I mean, no. Think but about this,
0: it. The, but this is what's taught
1: but think about it
0: just because it's taught don't mean it's right exactly exactly yep. that's the whole that's the point yeah just it, because it's taught doesn't mean it's right but that doesn't mean it's going to be weighing over one's head that oh i have to do this no they find it a second nature to them
1: if you're busting your ass yeah. and barely making 40 grand when you're making 40 grand a year after taxes that ain't 40 grand buddy that's like 36 and you got three kids a wife that's four other mouths to feed, not including your own, where your wife could go and let's say she makes the exact same money. Now, y'all went from lower middle class because lower middle class is 36000 and under to upper middle class to now you're coming in about 78000 Yo, you're literally doing better than 50% of the United States of America because the average American household only brings in around $42,000 a year with two incomes so that's why i never understood when people say oh i can't stand if if my wife doesn't work i can't stand if she goes out and work blah blah blah." it makes no sense to me but i mean again that's how some people are raised and like you said earlier that's a uh, that's a western style of living but i don't know man i don't know but we also find toxic masculinity in relationships we also find toxic masculinity in relationships and that's definitely where i saw it most uh in my research i was researching this all week and there's a couple things, oh, not even really toxic. There's a link between that, but I'm going to I'm gonna stick to the fragile. So in relationships, we have the controller. The individual who, you know, let's say as a woman, you feel like it's time to move on. You know, as a woman, you feel like this is about the best your relationship is going to get. You're tired of it. You're done. The guy threatens to kill himself, okay? So the guy is now trying to keep you bondaged or in hostage by saying if you leave me i'm gonna kill myself you may think that's crazy but there's people out there that do that as a form and as a method of control
0: and yeah, manipulation
1: so what do you think Duff? about what what i just said what do
0: you, mean do you what think I that's mean true do you think that's
1: incorrect or
0: no this is all true it's a form of manipulation i know i've had women tell me multiples of that happening Uh, men that threaten to kill himself obviously use it as a manipulation tactic to keep women around to make them feel guilty for what they've done or make women feel like they've done something wrong in a relationship they want to force that man to uh, do such such a thing this is a simple manipulation tactic that a lot of men do not a lot of men I don't know the big I don't know the correct number because I don't care about statistics but yeah that's how I feel about
1: it but that's the crazy link that you know we have to it even though you know you said you didn't focus on the statistics it doesn't really matter in uh in this circumstance it really doesn't because we see that with a lot of cases like we see women that are trapped in certain situations because a they want to leave a situation but they can't because they're fearful that this guy will harm himself and then you know the family will blame them yeah But that's just one example. The other example I have is the woman beater as a form of fragile masculinity. You know, you can't control your woman through psychological, so you turn to the physical. You turn to the physical. You know, you get angry instead of talking about your situation, you hit your girlfriend, you hit your wife, you hit your fiance, you hit your mother, you hit your sister. You know, Again, that also comes from an area of not being able to display emotion correctly, being able to talk, being able to express yourself, which sometimes is not taught in the household because you're always taught to what? You're taught to be a man.
0: I mean, but you're usually taught to be a man. If we're not talking, it always, depends, it depends on your region, your does, race, it does, ethnicity, your culture, your religion. These are all playing factors within what make you. So if we, for example, if you want to go to a black house, you know, it's heavy. St- the black man is always taken away from the house. Who's teaching that man? How Who's teaching that boy how to become a man? The woman. The woman. But you can't teach a man. You A woman cannot teach a boy how to be a man. They boy cannot. Man can t- so these are things that women teach younger men. Like, oh, you got a man. You know what I mean? You fall. You don't cry. Exactly. A man That's a teach, great point. Yeah, a man teaches a man how to be a man. A, a real man teaches a boy how to become a man. If if your father is a bitch, then he's going to raise a bitch. That's how it most likely is unless you can think for yourself and learn from your parents mistakes. But
1: you just made a great point there because the the man that says you shouldn't cry, it's not okay to cry. It's not okay to show emotion. It's not okay to do that. It's not okay to do that. When you've been doing that for so long, that could offset your emotional balance. So instead of get instead of crying, now you are just mad. Yeah. And now you're mad. You don't know how to displace that energy and displace that emotion. So now you take it out physically. You yeah. punch walls. And when you can't punch walls, you punch people. Mm-hmm. And when you can't punch another man because you're too scared to get your ass beat, you punch a woman. Mm-hmm. A form of fragile masculinity. The other form that I have are you know men that want to flaunt. Okay.
0: Peacocking.
1: Mostly short men. That'll sit I mean, there.
0: That's the Napoleon complex. It's a, not just short men. A lot of
1: short men do that. A lot of short men will be the flashiest one in the place and trying to show and flaunt everything just to say, hey, look, I'm better than you, even though I'm short. Yeah,
0: but it's not just a short thing. I think it's an all type of man thing. Men have, we all have egos. We're very egotistical. Mm-hmm. We all want to be, you know, uh, it's the animalistic instincts that we have. In the wild, you have a lion. What does he do? Try to win over a woman. They fight. They fight each other to see who's more masculine. And that's what the human that's what us as humans do, but we do it in a different way. We we show who has the most money. We see who's the strongest, who looks the best. We do it in different ways. So I feel like it's it's different. It depends who you are. But the Napoleon complex is very real within the short. Very real within the but short, man. But I feel man. like since men are so egotistic and we're very dominant and territorial for what we want, then we have to show off that we're the best. It's just being a part of alpha. It's being the alpha. You don't want to be the beta. You never want to be beta. Never want to be the beta. So <laughs> how do you show that you're the alpha dog? You shit on everybody else. You don't be humble. That's the best way. That's how you can get what you want usually. So
1: That's a very good point. That's a very good point. But you know, there's no women in the room, so we can't unfortunately get their opinion on this. But I would love to hear it. Yeah. I, I would truly love to hear it. Like, can women sense, you know, an individual that's doing that, that's putting on that front, that's you know, five foot four, five foot five, jumping out of a car that's like three times their size, trying to overcompensate? Again, fragile masculinity. But uh, do you have any other things you want to talk about in terms of uh, fragile masculinity, or
0: no? I'll just have my last sentiments. Fragile masculinity is never. Uh, it's it's uh it's something that. It's not like an anxiety thing. That's how I feel. I read online. that said it comes from anxiety, but I feel like it, it, it's varied factors. Cause you have, you know, it's how you're raised. You're raised your whole to be. A man. You're not raised to really show emotion. It depends on you. Like I said previously, it, it depends on you. you're. You're pretty much raised. Say we got a boy from the hood, most likely because that's where we come from. Now and this boy is raised to be a tough guy. He's raised, you know, if you have bumps and bruises, you know, just. Get up, wipe it off, and then go along while you are tough you're, it up. You're supposed to be a tough kid. Now, just like you said, that kid is also not showing emotional. It's not he's not emotionally stable growing up. So, like you say, he punches walls and he does everything he to compensate for that's not there anymore. Well, he never had it, so how does he display it? He takes it out on the world within instead of. His. So I feel like it all comes from a two parent household, you know, because you have the father that shows you masculinity and you. This is a traditional household. You need to be in a stable traditional household. And instance actually show that, you know, if you're in a two parent household, you're more likely to. Uh, so, yeah, it's all about if you don't want a fragile masculinity, you know, that's the start. You no, know, break the tradition have a two-parent household that's very healthy your father's getting arrested probably you know most likely sorry to say that but you want your father to be the man and you want your mom to be she's the emotional so that's the emotional support that's where it comes from so you won't be having like fragile masculinity that's all i feel man that's all is just traditions that need to be broken that's why we have a lot of men that's insecure within themselves because they're never taught to love Uh,
1: good point good point good point good point real good point so On lighter news It was like 2am right Yeah It was like 2am And I forgot what I was doing But I know I was up And it was 2am I saw this commercial I saw this commercial And it absolutely made me sick Some guy Is online And on TV Selling Water Mm. But it's not bottled water It's not filtered water It's not brittle water It's not purified water And it ain't spring water It's miracle Miracle water. water Yeah it's miracle water. Right? It's miracle water. So so the guy, the guy who's selling this miracle water, his name's like it's like Peter Peter Poffoff. Like Peter Poffoff, whatever, Popoff, whatever you want to call himself. And they said if you drink the water, you know, it clears all debt, it clears all illness, it clears all sickness, all mental issues, all everything. But they advise you not to drink the water. So why my question to you is why why do you think, Duff, that people fall for this type of shit? His name is Peter Popoff or Peter Popov, Peter Popoff, whatever. What do you think?
0: Um I mean it's just another case of the sheep following the flock. That's all it is, really. You got false prophets, people that's selling hope. If you got enough people saying, Okay, if you have enough people saying like, yo, the sky is green. You can convince enough people that the sky is green. Mm-hmm. Then everybody's going to follow and believe that the sky is genuinely green. That's all it's a case of. It says, do not ingest the miracle water. It says, the miracle spring water is powerful and biblical point of contact. Almost all the miracles in both of the Old and New Testaments happened when the point of contact was used. I believe the miracle spring water will help you use and release your faith as we agree together for the miracle you need. Prayer is powerful. Matthew 18 19 says. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything, they ask for it. It will be done for them by <laughs> my Father in Heaven as we pray, believe together for your breakthrough. God will get involved in your situation. and breakthrough will happen in your life and the lives. Of your loved ones If you can use Biblical references And to sell anything You're then sick you're con, Yeah you're a con artist And you're, you're sick.
1: sick You're sick And it's crazy Because it says literally In big, ro- big red letters Do, Do not, not drink the miracle, the miracle water yeah. But there was people On his infomercial Saying that they were Drinking the miracle water And then the next day They got seven grand In their wallet
0: Hmm I'll sign up for it Okay,
1: So my question for this And you already answered it You signed up for the Miracle Water today t- Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens We're going to drink the Miracle Water on the next episode of the Podcast and show Show I'm not drinking this shit You're not going to drink it?
0: No, I'm not killing myself
1: He said prayer needs a million <laughs> That's ridiculous And
0: here you can sign up for the Miracle Water I put my name, address uh, You're about to get so much mail, boy Yeah, I know I put my phone number and the prayer that is needed. I need a million dollars. So let's see if this prayer works. When I receive this miracle water from org slash uh, miracle water submit. Is it free? <laughs> Thank you so much for contacting this ministry. Please share any prayer requests that you would like for us to pray for. I already said a million dollars. <laughs> I hope I get that miracle water. I really do.
1: All right, so we're getting miracle water for the next episode to test out this this theory. But until then. This, this he dude. calls himself a prophet, by the way. No, he prophet doesn't. pop off. No, no, he doesn't. He does not call himself prophet yeah, pop it's, off.
0: It's a, I told you, There's a false prophet. Prophet pop off below. His name is prophet prophet, prophet pop, pop, pop off. off. Yeah, that's the name of this episode. Prophet. Yeah, prophet pop off. Prophet pop off. It's a. Uh, it's like that. She sells, she sells, but she sure. You can't of say
1: shit. that shit three times fast.
0: She sells, she sells. No, prophet she pop, pop off. Oh no, you can't say it three times. Prophet pop
1: off, prophet pop off, prophet pop.
0: Prophet, I, prophet, I, prophet I, pop off, prophet pop off, prophet pop off. Faith miracle. Fuck, they got <laughs> handkerchiefs? <laughs> What's the handkerchiefs do? Let's read it. Okay, so the handkerchief by Prophet pop off. The faith miracle handkerchief is a powerful biblical point of contact. Almost all of the miracles in both the Old and New Testament happened when the point of contact was used. I don't remember reading the handkerchief in the Bible. I believe the faith miracle handkerchief will help you use and release your faith as we agree together in miracles. This meeting. man selling water and paper towels. Do you remember Waco? No. You don't remember Waco? I don't
1: remember Waco. Okay, so Waco. Mean, Waco, was, Texas? Yes.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah, that, yeah, I do, that? I, I do. I do. I do. I do remember how Waco, Texas. That's how cults are formed. Prophet Popoff is the dude from Waco, Texas. Wow. It's pretty much sad the way they ended because they all died in the building for their faith. I mean, that's pretty... It's cool when you think about it But it's fucked up The Kool-Aid thing? Huh? Like the Kool-Aid thing? What Kool-Aid thing?
1: Remember drinking the Kool-Aid? You You don't remember about? about that? No About Jim Jones? No You never heard about that? No, what happened? So there was a there was a church and a following, and essentially what happened is they took them like to a certain secluded place, mm-hmm. and they made them all drink Kool Aid with cyanide, and they killed. Like that was the largest mass murder for a religion ever in history. All
0: right, that's crazy. But no, Waco, crazy. Waco was a fire burning, and he was telling them guys like, nah, don't leave this building because if you do, you're gonna forsake God. So they all stayed in the building and they died together for the name of God or the name of the dude. I forgot his name. But one dude actually escaped. He left. And he went back to his mom and dad. But it was definitely a cult. That was definitely a religious cult. That was crazy.
1: But this goes to the topic. So I saw something online that I really wanted to share it. So somebody said online that it is more natural to be led than to be the leader. Simply because people that want to be led want others to have the burden that accompany leadership. Yeah. Okay. People want to be led simply because they don't want to take the initiative to be their own leader. Why are you giving this man money? Why is he allowed to be called a prophet? Why are you guys getting water and handkerchiefs sent to your house because you think this man knows God? This pasty old fat dude is calling himself a prophet because... People believe in him. Yeah, because they don't have or take the initiative to want to be led.
0: I mean, it's not just that. It is. It's not because you have. You know, why do people go to church? Why do people go to church? Uh, why? Why do I'm asking you? You asking me? Mm-hmm. Why do people go to church? A lot of different reasons. A lot of different reasons. Main reason. different reasons. What's the number one reason? couple reasons. They want a home. Fellowship Fellowship They want a home Fellowship And they want to be led They want to be led Exactly And they want to be led And and some of Most of them are down on their last And like this is my last thing Before something happens Yeah
1: usually most people that You know Most people that are in religion Turn to God as a last resort Exactly A lot of people So when you
0: go for your last resort You have this guy talking bullshit About him knowing who Jesus is What are you going to do You don't have nothing else to lose Okay, let me follow this fucking nigga. Let's follow look, Papa us I mean, let's, let's follow Papa John. This <laughs> nigga look like Papa John. Let's follow him. So you follow him because you're like, okay, he, he knows what he's talking about. And I'm down on my last nigga. If not, I'm going to shoot something. You know what I mean? So that's why people, that's why I feel like people usually follow these things. I would call it an institution.
1: It is an institution because I actually did some research on some of the most highest grossing people in Ministry Kenneth Copeland, the guy, old guy, old dude who's on a 700 club, mm-hmm. his net worth 300 million dollars. Yeah, Joel Osteen, 60 million, Joyce Myers, 8 million, Creflo Dollar, 27 million dollars, TD Jakes, 20 million dollars.
0: More like TD Fakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My whole thing to you is that this brother, these people are making money off of desperate
0: individuals yeah that's all it is you just gotta know your market and you capitalize off it it's sad it's sad but it's fucking capitalism that's what it is man that's how i feel about it you just capitalize off your audience that's what we do capitalize who we cater to and you cater to them feed them all you want even though you manipulating them fuck it let's go that's how you get them and that's how fucking uh you got Waco, Texas and shit like that. You got these big-ass and That's why a lot of people be following these serial killers because they feel like they see something in that person they see in themselves. These people
1: have became multi-million dollars. Multi-millionaires, excuse me, off of selling hope. Mm-hmm. Selling hope in packages of water and on tissue paper. I can't believe it. But when you think about who wants to be led, think about politics. We have a president. We have a president and our president essentially really doesn't do much it's more so a diplomatic position instead of and this is coming from like a a theoretical perspective is more so a diplomatic position than it is a position of actual power yeah so the president is more so the face of the country not the head of the law Mm -hmm. because we want to have a leader because we want to be led, when in reality, the Senate and the House is what, quote unquote, leads, however you want to say that, what leads the country. Right. Let's look at religion. These people that claim that they are the voice and the hand of God, but yet they are in your pockets deeper than the IRS. Right. You trust them because you feel that they know more about God than you. But my whole thing is this.
0: How do you know that?
1: And why do you believe them?
0: Yeah. Are they all self-proclaimed? Most of them. So what's stopping me from right now saying I am a pastor? You need like, well,
1: some pastors have like a, like a degree in like theology other pastors just study the bible all day and other people like they go to like some theology school where it's like two years and you like learn about god and you and you say random random quotes from the bible honestly like that's what people really like if you really go to church and you really into it people really eat up they eat it up if you're having a conversation about the bible saying song blah 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 and they relate it and it's like yo dude you are spitting Bro he's been saying the same shit for 32 years Of course he's gonna memorize the shit by now
0: And he relates it to current topics That's all you have to do It's easy It's just like rap You, You just relate a bible verse to something that's happening into your life People gonna eat it up That's how church works
1: So you just got bible bars
0: Yeah that's all you got is bible bars you got bible bars mm-hmm. i
1: said that my wife just left me and you just spit me a 16 bible verse
0: yeah. oh this is from uh matthew 10 11 or some shit like that it relates right to your problem oh wow how did you know pastor you know my whole life i, didn't, I went to school on it i went to school to finesse you stupid
1: i can do all things in god who strengthens me exactly i'm a pastor now yeah for god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son and whoever seeks them help, blah, blah, blah. so i'm a pastor now no i just know every time i Go to church. That is literally said every single time.
0: Yeah, like and they dude, make you feel like you're an asshole for not donating. They do money and the shit. They do. I don't feel like an asshole because I don't donate anything. You only got five dollars. Yeah, yeah broke you, ass. You're broke. Yeah, you in church. You broke. You can't get five dollars to God, bro. This is non-taxable income. What the hell? <laughs> you are y'all a five hundred one te- C. Pay taxes. Y'all don't pay any taxes. Where's my money going to? Oh yeah, we need. The you building know, fun. The building fun. The, the building falling down with inside. No, it's not. The building is perfectly fine. It smells like fucking old people. It smells like old people turkey wings. That's what Y'all it had the same wanted. broken-ass yeah, knob it like collard greens. on the
1: door since 2018, yeah, the, but Pastor got a new Lexus.
0: Yeah, the radiator is still rattling. It's still rattling. The radiator is still. It's not picking up heat. Where's this money going? Me, I thought we was going to fix up the church. The dude, church not being fixed up with them.
1: Meanwhile, Joe Alstine has a $100 million jet. Yeah. Why does Joe Austin need a $100 million jet?
0: To talk to God up there. Duh. I guess I'm not holy enough.
1: But uh, my my point is this, man. Everybody has a price. And everybody, you know, has a breaking point. Yeah. Everybody has a breaking point. So if you came to me down on your luck... And you crying, you know, you like God, you think God has forsaken you. Your life sucks. And I'm giving you the best motivational speech of your life. You will forever listen to me every time I say something. Mm-hmm. Every time I say something, now what I say is law. Yeah. Every single time. Because you want to know why? What I'm saying is somehow hitting home to you because you are somehow in a tenth of a percentage relate to something I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They will say, "Oh, out there in the church, somebody's out there dealing with a bad breakup." Me, pastor, motherfucker, it is 180 <laughs> people in the in the damn stadium. How the hell? Of course, somebody dealing with some shit. Yeah,
0: all somebody got a disease. A That's all you gotta do: shoot a blink in the dark.
1: Somebody out there got a disease. Oh, yeah, I
0: just got herpes. Oh, yeah, I know. God
1: told me. It's like, yo, somebody there is dealing with the loss of a loved one. My mom just died. God damn, pastor, you crazy? Yep. Like <laughs> COVID. A lot of people It's a pandemic. People. Yeah.
0: people dying every day. Yeah. And it's just like Who's been diagnosed with COVID in here? Raise your hand. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. Just know we all gonna fight through it. That's all I gotta say about this sermon, brother. Now, if, if you would like to put a collection money in the collections to uh, we, we want a new mask. Yeah. I didn't receive a mask when I came in here in transit. That's why we need the money. Duh. Come on. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Come on. In the Lord's name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Cha-ching! I mean, amen. Uh-huh. And 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 it's just like, yo, when is it enough? And then you have the real old, 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 old folks that will sit there and, and, and live and dwell on everything the pastor says. Episode four ordinary antics, that's gonna be out. Cartoon. I had to shameless plug. But anyway. They dwell on everything this man says. Meanwhile, the preacher is having sex with the secretary.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of messiness going on within church. It's like the bad girls club. Church
1: is one of the most
0: messiest places ever. Yeah. If you really know the ins and outs, somebody is fucking somebody.
1: The the pastor is doing A, B, and C. Somebody got
0: finger bombed in that pew. We're going to figure out who together. Who it is. We're going to figure out who got finger bombed. Was it Miss Mary? Did Miss Mary get finger bombed by pastor in that pew? Was it Sister Odell? Was it Sister Odell? We gonna find out. Why are those brownies so dry? I paid eighteen dollars for a dollars. ticket
1: to get some brunch at the Women's Day brunch, and those that brownies is dry. Shit.
0: That was some nasty <laughs> ass food on the brunches. I'm telling you that single handedly. Big but ass hats. This is all. This is all from the market. This is market food. This ain't hand cooked. Y'all went to Acme and caught the bought the quarter chickens for eight ninety yeah. nine and pocketed the profit. Yeah. Y'all not slick. Y'all nasty. That's where my five dollars went on Sunday morning when Acme you, you chicken. at food with the side eye. Is that where my five dollars went? Come on, man. Be real here. You're disgusting. Cook food with the soul. The soul that you pray to. Every Sunday, y'all disgust me Y'all disgust me, that's why church disgusts me If you wanna find God, find it within yourself You don't need a church to call your home Cause your home it can be a church You can make it, that's all I gotta say That's what I gotta say And
1: people bring their problems in church Yeah,
0: I don't know why y'all do that
1: People bring their problems in church You going to go come and have a shitty day And instead of going to church for some healing You go to church to be toxic
0: Yeah, yeah man
1: But keep drinking that miracle water Sipping on it, out there sipping miracle World like it's henny. Mm hmm.
0: Be ashamed of yourself.
1: Disgusting.
0: Assy asses. Absolutely disgusting. Oh man.
1: But it has come to time in the podcast where it's time to taste Bob Ross.
0: Yeah, it is a visual sip. So you got a nice, beautiful picture of Bob Ross on here. He looks very handsome. Uh, yeah, it's his signature. I know Bob Ross's signature from anywhere. It's him. It's trademark. With waves around him and shit. He looks white. I don't know if Bob Ross is racist behind the camera, but hopefully he wasn't because I really enjoyed his work. All right, brother. Let's toast up. Let's toast up to Bob Ross. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bob Ross. I'm about to sip. We're not supposed to be sipping this right now. I think it's only for pictures. It oh, smells yeah, like guys. Monster. Ugh. No, don't mix it. You mixing. Wanna, uh, I'm going to just. am sipping just, it it's straight. Blue. Yeah, exactly. It's blue. For, Bob, for, for Bob Ross. Blue for Bob Ross. It's right, the ready? waves. Yeah. Ready? Yeah.
1: Three, two, one. Mmm.
0: Bob Ross, not that nasty. It ain't the best. Bob Ross don't taste too bad. They don't taste too bad. Bob Ross don't taste too bad. It's not a strong energy drink. It don't <sighs> remind me of a monster. You know what I mean? It, it reminds me of a nice, subtle uh, Sunday morning. I wouldn't taste them again, though. No, I wouldn't taste Bob Ross again. I don't, I'm not an energy drink person. I just had to taste them, though. Bob Ross, you're not that bad, man. 160 calories, nutritious facts. A lot of grams of sugar, though. I don't care about grams. Uh, Woo! Bob Ross.
1: You can hear it fizzing. You hear Bob Ross popping. It's like Pop Rocks. That's saw the creativity. Oh, man. Shout out to Bob Ross. Shout out to Bob Ross.
0: Damn, man. Rest in peace.
1: Rest in peace. You are a very delightful drink.
0: Nice-ass afro. I want to rub my hands through Bob Ross' afro. See what it feel like. I wonder what it smell like. I don't want to make no jokes, but I would think it smell like Wet Dog. But nah. then again, I don't think... I don't know how well he maintained the. afro. You know how hard it is for a white man to maintain the afro.
1: I was gonna think to that, like, yo, you you don't see a lot of a lot of white, white men, men with men afro with very soulful afros as Bob Ross. This is a very soulful afro. He he,
0: he um he combed
1: the uh, curls out. It's like if 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 Tim Allen was like you know it's like an aesthetic Tim Allen.
0: I haven't seen any behind the scenes Bob Ross things, so we're not gonna say he racist. There's That's not
1: much, there's not much Bob Ross slander out there.
0: Yeah, we're going to find out though We're going to find that Bob Ross slander I'm going to do it
1: That's kind of scary though I'm going to ask his friends Why is there no Bob Ross slander? Yeah,
0: why isn't it? Why is not one scandal? Nobody's perfect Come on, Bob Ross He died in 95, man From what? Who cares? He was born in Florida, huh? Okay, Bob Ross Incorporated Let's see This is BobRoss.com You're on the website So you tasting them again? My heart is always failing from drinking it He has hair care products Bob Ross hair care products? Uh, yeah, Bob Ross hair care products. Three hour workshop on vinyl. What the hell? Might have to get that. You gonna listen to a vinyl of him painting? Yeah, man. Who wouldn't want to hear those nice bristles hit the canvas?
1: I need a Bob Ross snippet.
0: Like a sample on a track? Bob Ross sample? I need to see him say the N word. Wow, this is the podcast show, show.
1: Episode 158. We're trying to find Bob Ross slander. It's gonna be edited. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna be real, though.
0: If Bob Ross was a racist painter. Whoa. PUBG. Bob Ross secret Bob Ross secret racist. The joy of the panic exposed. What is that about? I'm not gonna play it. Oh
1: man. Oh no, Go not see Bob what's Ross. Happening.
0: No. No, I gotta see the I gotta see the the comments. Nice troll. It was a troll. I think he said a racist thing. Did you see that? Oh, that's, a, that's a, what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> can't explain what this is but this is a crazy ass racist bob ross video that's been tampered with yo this is the craziest video i've ever seen
1: i did not need to see that i did not need to see that whoever did that to bob ross yo you are very very sick. sick You're sick for yeah, doing yeah, that to this man. Up? Listen,
0: I can't tell you. I can't show it or nothing. I can't explain it. Wow. If you want to watch this video, right? Type in Bob Ross, Secret Racist, The Joy of Painting Exposure. Wow. Exposed, and it's by Piss Entertainment. Oh, my God. Why did this you do that to crazy. Bob Ross? Why did you do that to Bob Ross? You're a sicko, man. We just tasted him. Oh, I taste him again, man. Yeah, now. I'm on
1: my third try.
0: <sighs> Damn, we're going to have heart failure soon. You're oh, so. not supposed to be drinking that shit. I might be energized from it. That's the crazy part. Shit radioactive. Yeah. Chernobyl. I'm walking the Woods by Bob Ross. But yeah, man. It's Podcast Chill Show. Podcast
1: Chill show.
0: Show, show, episode 158, man. I'm your host, Vanessa Valley. I'm uh, Duff No Bear. And next week, we're trying Miracle Water live on set. Live on set, Miracle Water. We're going to be sipping it like watermelon paws. That's what Beyonce said. This is Podcast and Chill show, show, man. Um. Last words, I don't know man Bob Ross is not racist I guess, the untold truth about Bob Ross, I'm gonna watch that and come back to you Alright, podcast show, i
1: out